dear listener, and welcome to episode 10, that's right, 10, we're in double figures now, of Life at Your Own Will podcast. I'm your host, Bovinas, and we've got so much to talk about again, so let's get into it. First of all, I really hope that you're all doing well, I hope that you're all taking care of yourself. Uh, I realise that this, in this crazy world that, yeah, we need to check in with ourselves more, we need to make sure that we're all doing uh, the right amounts of self-care and things, so please make sure you're doing that. So, getting on to what's, you know, the conversations that's been going on recently. First of all, the King's coronation for King Charles III. Um, are you into it? I'm not really into it. Uh, I think, in my opinion, the magic's gone since the Queen left us. It's not something that I really want to celebrate. There are many who want to, but I personally don't. So yeah, there is there is various abbreviations <laughs> of uh, the King's coronation, like the King's coronation, or or the King's Corrie. Do you prefer that one? I'm not really bothered myself, but I just think it's nice when people abbreviate things. In fact, I think it's bloody hilarious. Um, getting on to why I don't think... Well, why I don't really... Why I'm not really that interested in the King's coronation. I think that... Yes, I understand that the royal family bring in a lot of tourism and a lot of money to the UK. Yeah, I get that. But I think a display of opulence and ostentation is quite inappropriate given that 25% of the UK can't afford to eat regularly and he could have paid for it himself he is worth over a billion pounds not not one million one billion B billion a billion pounds so that's my take on it you're free to disagree of course and I want to talk about why I've gone back to... <laughs> this is just me all over, okay? And if you listen to this podcast for the first time, I am freaking weird, okay? I am weird. I own that. I've gone back to using washing powder as opposed to liquid. Yeah. Yeah, it's those things in life that bring me such joy. And the smell of washing powder, aerial washing powder, there are other brands available. It just brings me lovely memories of my childhood when my mum used it. Not that she used it that often, because money was tight, she would often use cheaper brands, but... And also other brands as well that would make me itch. That's when I found out I couldn't use Daz and Bold and things. And yeah, that's brought me such joy. <laughs> what brings you joy? What's the little things in life that bring you joy? Do write in to our Instagram, at Life at Your Own Will. All the deets will be in the show notes. And other lighter news. The WHO, World Health Organization, they have declared that COVID-D... Isn't a world isn't a worldwide emergency threat, which is good. It's taken how many years now? Three, three years of this hell of restrictions, of vaccines, of arguments, of people ending their marriages, of people not being able to see their relatives buried, of people not to be able to be with their loved ones or their lovers. <sighs> I mean, I'm glad that it's over, but of course the conversation still continues, like with things like, should we still wear masks and all this stuff? You know my situation on masks. If you don't know my situation on masks and you're listening for the first time, I hate them. I fucking hate them. 
Uh, you know, for people who are, say, deaf and they rely on lip reading, their life was kind of over for a while. For people like me who reads lips and well, I can still hear, I'm not deaf, but I'm, I'm autistic and I still like to see the face. I like to see what faces are being pulled, you know? It's just been hell for all of us. Absolute hell. No, I'm not saying that this virus hasn't been a, a really serious thing. No, I've never debated that for one moment. Not at all. I'm not, oh, what is it people call these people? Deniers. I've never been one of those, but as soon as you speak out against a particular narrative, you're called, like, a denier, and you're all this kind of stuff, and it's been crazy, hasn't it? It's been fucking crazy, and I'm just glad that we're getting over it, I just don't want to hear the word COVID again! Mini rant over, normal services will resume. So, getting on to other topics. Today I was watching this old documentary, I think it was on BBC iPlayer, or one of the other streaming platforms, and it was called A Woman's Place. Now, this was made, I think, in 1978. And you can imagine the kind of attitudes that they had back then. Like, no, women should stay at home. Women should stay chained to a bed to make children, or chained to a cooker, or a sink. You should not be working. You are not equal to men and other genders. Oh, how do we unpick all that? Oh, it was so... Oh, I could feel my blood boiling as I was watching more and more of this stuff. I, I mean, everyone's equal to one another, okay? No matter what gender you are, everyone's equal. I don't believe that women should be confined to anything. I mean, whatever gender you are, you can do whatever you want. So has anyone been keeping an eye on what's happened at the Met Gala this year? So for anyone that doesn't know, this year's Met Gala, uh, the inspiration was around Karl Lagerfeld, who is a designer. I don't know if he's still alive or is he dead? I don't know. I don't really keep up with fashion. But uh, I didn't know what the... No, not qualifications. What the stipulations, requirements were in order to attend the Met Gala. You know, the thing that's organised, isn't it, by Anna Wintour? The one that's got a permanent bob and wears sunglasses. Yeah, I know she's like a power boss and all that shit, but I just, I don't like her. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So apparently, you've got to be like a, a really famous celebrity to be able to attend this thing. That's the first requirement. The second is the ticket, it costs $35,000 per ticket. And if you want a table, it's between two hundred and $300,000. I'll just let that sink in for a moment. $300,000 to attend a fashion show. Eh? $300,000. Can you imagine what that kind of money would do for food banks or domestic abuse shelters? Anything other than just showing off. I mean, come on. And then there was a the thing where there was a, I think it was a cricket, no, not a cricket, a cockroach. <laughs> and it was jumping about this Met Gala carpet thing. The Met Gala carpet this year actually looked like a 
like the insides of a tube of toothpaste. toothpaste. Yeah, it was it was very odd. Uh, I noticed that Lady Gaga wasn't there this year. I don't know why. She usually goes. Did you see it in 2019 when she went? Wow. So if you didn't see it, you can check it online. But I think she did four costume changes. The first one, she was in like this magenta, this huge magenta dress. And then she put on like this display. And then underneath that was a little pink dress. Then underneath that was a little black dress. And then she took that off and it was just like bra, panties and lace and things. Yeah, that was... Because I think that that year, the the theme was camp. And of course Lady Gaga, she's camp is Christmas, camp is tits. Yeah, so that was good. But yeah, there was a cockroach and there was a meme online this year and it's it kind of like the, the cockroach upstaged everyone and there was like the picture of this cockroach and it was wearing like a like a little mini skirt or something. It was funny to me and funny to a lot of other people, but it might not be funny to you. But yeah, I just wanted to share why it was why it was funny. And for now, we have to send our thoughts out to Netflix. Poor Netflix. Their stock has fell so dramatically. Do you know what it'll be? It'll probably be people like, right, okay, restrictions and things are over. Now we can get back to going outside instead of saying it, staying in all day and binging on TV and film and things. That's what it'll be. But I mean, Netflix, they do put a lot of really nice content out. Some really awful content, but yeah, a lot of it is quite good. So, getting on to what I've been doing with my, my week this week. And you know what? It's so amazing what you can hear on the bus. Yeah, when people think you're not listening into their conversations. When I'm there, I listen into people's conversations. People, people, no, people's conversations. <laughs> yeah, so I was on my way to meet a client. And actually, that sounds a bit wrong, different, iffy. Makes me sound like I'm a sex worker. Not that there's anything wrong with a sex worker, but I'm just not one of them. Yeah, so I was on my way to meet a client. A wig, a wig, a lace wig client, and uh, oh, oh, what happened to my voice now? Who does that sound like? Oh, but Kenneth Williams, yeah, oh. Honestly, the things that go on in my brain. Yeah, so I was on the, on my way to meet a client, and there was I think a group of five. I mean, they looked like students. They sounded like students, and one of them was saying to his friend, or what is it you call? people who go to college together study buddy whatever and he was saying yeah I'll, I want to come and live at your house because I think uh, this person had asked him and he said but I'm not paying full rent though he said well why not you're living in my house you pay the rates yeah but I don't want to be signing something and then a few months down the line I lose my deposit he said well that wouldn't happen I'm, y- I'm your mate he said yeah but that means nothing <laughs> I mean, I could understand where it was coming from, because it was like, well, yeah, but you can take photos and videos of what the flat was like before you moved in. So there was that one. And then there was someone else on the phone, and I don't know what they were talking about. I mean, this wasn't on the bus, this was when I got off the bus and someone was waiting at a bus stop. Yeah, I seemed to spend my life waiting for buses and waiting for things in general. And he said, yeah, 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 that's right, 45. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, that's right, 45,000, yeah. Yeah, I can afford it, yeah, 45,000, that's fine, yeah. 
I don't know what he was paying forty five thousand for, but he was spending forty five thousand or something. What could have that? What could that have been? Because you can't buy a house for forty five thousand, not even in the shittest of areas. Because I mean, for like a a one bedroom flat here in Edinburgh, you're talking at, at least a hundred grand. Yeah, a hundred grand for a flat. What could he have been buying? Could it have been a car? Mm. How much do cars cost these days? I don't know. They're not my thing. Or could it have been... I mean, he looked like he could like, afford... You know, to indulge. Could it have been... A watch? A watch at 45? Mm. Yeah, there is Rolexes. But I don't know how much these, they cost. Who knows? I'm just reading about this uproar that there's been in a southern Italian town of Monopoly. I didn't realise that was actually a town and not just a not a board game. So there is this... I'm reading this from Sky News and it's called... What is it called? I think this... Well, it says here that the picture... The statue is dedicated to, quote, Kirby Woman. And it says that... The voluptuous artwork sits at a new square in the Puglia town called... Oh, bear with me while I murder this place. Piazza Rita Levi Mon, Montalcini, which is named after a Nobel Prize winning Italian scientist. And it says it was created by students from the Luigi Rosso Art in Monopoly after a commission from the local mun... Oh, hang on, I'll try this one. Municip... <laughs> municipality is that it and it's located near to a children's playground and is part of a 350,000 euro or 310,000 pound redevelopment of the area and it's causing a bit of outrage because it's a woman looking voluptuous and there is carved boobies honestly what's the big deal What what is the, what's the big deal that people have with the body and nudity in general. What is it? What exactly did people think we have under our clothes? Hmm? It's just boobs. Honestly. And uh, there's someone here called Miss sorry, Ms. Schiaparelli concluded by saying she didn't mind the author's work nor the municip- munici- municipal can't say that word. Administration of Monopoly. It just amuses me. Who knows? Maybe it'll become a tourist attraction. Yeah. Honestly, like I said in another podcast episode, the things that people have an uproar about when you consider all the other things that's been going on in the world recently. Like trans people being attacked and drag queens being demonised. What is the world coming to? Yeah, so getting back to why I was in Leith. Leith is an area of Edinburgh. It's quite historic and it's very rich in history. And I was visiting a client there. A hairless client who was being fitted for a wig. And the last time I was there, we had great discussions about the history of Leith. And yeah, it was very nice to share those memories because back in the day when I was uh, when I was a kid, I would go to this area of Edinburgh called Leith with my mum 
and maybe go to all the local shops and then we'll go for something to eat in this little, I suppose you would call it a greasy spoon. And then we would go to the likes of Farm Foods in Iceland so she could stock up her freezer and keep me and my two other siblings fed and oh, I suppose her husband as well and my nana. And it was really nice to talk about things that happened in the past and things that I thought well, I that I realised I had forgotten, so that was really nice. And then I came out, and it, it was really nice and sunny. And the trams are nearly going down that area of Edinburgh. There's been quite a. I'm losing my chain of thought today. Maybe it's because I've been out and I'm I've lost a lot of my executive function. If you don't know what that is, let me know, and I'll talk about it in a future podcast episode. Where was I? Yeah, another classic trait of autism, ADHD, losing your chain of thought. Oh yeah, that was it. The trams, and there's a bit of a controversy about them. Uh, Our council is absolutely skint, but yet they can find money to extend a tram line to another part of Edinburgh. No one wanted them in the first place anyway, in my opinion. We had a very good bus service. We still have, but... What can I do? I'm just a nobody. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the thing. I found a new podcast to listen to and watch because they, they record it and film it for YouTube. And it's called Help, I Sexted My Boss. And I didn't know this was a thing. I didn't know it existed until yesterday. And it's hosted by the guy who was in I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here a couple of years ago called Jordan North. Did he win it that year? I can't remember. And... It's also hosted by William Hansen. Now, William Hansen, he is an etiquette expert and he teaches, you know, the proper way to conduct yourself all across the world. I would never, ever, ever have put those two together. Ever. Because Jordan North, he's like a really hyper working class guy and William Hansen, he just isn't. <laughs> yeah, just simply he, he he isn't. And and so to see the two of them bounce off each other, it's really nice to watch because you've got like Jordan who's a bit like me in the sense of yeah, working class, blah 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 blah. And then William Hansen who is obsessed with the likes of keeping up appearances and I think his his podcast alone is called that. And yeah, it is so interesting to watch the two of them together. I find it fascinating. And I always thought that William Hansen, he had, well, I mean, he gave me the impression as being like this sort of stuffy, kind of upper class person who had no sense of humour, but that couldn't be more wrong. He has a wicked sense of humour. Very, a very, because he, how do I describe him? He's, he, he, conducts himself very properly you know his he has the correct posture he enunciates very clearly he's very middle england and um he sort of talks like this very very clearly using the queen's english yes i know it is now called the king's english but he does speak very very articulately (laughs) and so to see him with Jordan North, who's like from, I think, Burnley in North... I think that's North of England. Yeah, that's very interesting to watch, and I can't wait to watch more episodes. And also, can you let me know 
what po- other podcasts apart from Maine because yeah, Maine's is one of the best out there. Come on. Come on, I'm listened to by at least 12 people. <laughs> yeah, so let me know what podcast you'd like to listen to. And yeah, I am going to end this episode here because I have got something exciting to do. I will keep you updated about that and I'll let you know about it next week. If you've not already done so, please follow the pod. I would love that. Help me grow and leave a review because if you leave a review, that helps to push the podcast out further to other people and other listeners and that will help me grow. And when you help me grow, I'll get bigger in numbers, not in size. Please, please don't let me grow in size. I couldn't bear it. Not anymore. Yeah, so I'll be able to get on exciting guests. I've got an idea of the guests I would like to invite, but whilst I'm still a very small small podcast, I can't do that, so help me grow. And if you want to follow all updates, follow us on Instagram. It's at life at your own will. Everything will be in the show notes, and if you want to follow my usual page, it's at willvenus underscore. To follow my wig stuff, it's at Aphrodite Postiche. It'll all be in the show notes. Follow everything. Please keep sharing it with your friends because that really helps also. And I will see you the same time, same place next week. Have a great one. Take care, guys. Bye.